definitely it's always a good time to buy rental property especially you can you can do 10 percent down loans right now at like 2.98 percent crazy yeah buying or selling real estate can be stressful after all it's not any old house we're talking about it's your home when it's time to buy or sell turn to colleen benson and the benson broker group with keller williams Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Uh, Let's go over to Steve, who has our first question of the week over in Turner. And Steve says, we're ready to sell our home this year. Sooner would be better, but our home looks so ugly in the winter, but it's gorgeous in the spring and summer. Should we be patient and wait until we can show it in its best light? No. (laughs) <laughs> that was simple Sell right. now. our next question comes to us from linda no, no. Uh, steve first of all turner's on fire second of all um here's what i'm telling my sellers right now because i'm getting this question this is a very common question this time of year and i see it every every year in january right now we're booking appointments consultations if you'd like me to come out to your house and meet with you and kind of talk about timeline real estate goals equity, net income, what you're going to see from your house. Call me now and let's get you on the calendar. Even if you're thinking you won't sell till March or April, that fits your timeline best. Let's get you on the calendar now and start having those conversations. We might have a buyer that's perfect for your house. And it. why would we wait until spring if there's a buyer here for, for you right now willing to pay your price? I mean, simply put, there's tons of serious buyers out there. We just had a record-breaking month in December. We're looking at another record-breaking month here in January. And this time of year is is still a great time for potential buyers. They want to be out there looking at homes, even if it's raining sideways. So inventory's low. You're going to get maximum dollar today. I can't tell you what it's going to be like in three or four months. But don't worry. I can come over and give you some advice on how to spruce up the curb appeal, if that's your concern, and the mud, and you know, we've got some tips and tricks to help um, make your home shine for the buyers right now. I know where Steve's coming from, though, because uh, you know we live in a home that's very similar. In the winter, it's, I think it's a beautiful home, but in the winter, it looks a little ugly. And in the spring and summer, it just pops because of yeah. the the landscaping. It just makes such an incredible difference. Some you know some houses and properties, depending on how it's landscape, may not make as big of a difference, but. I know where Steve's coming from. You kind of have this feeling like you want to put your house in its best light. Oh, yeah. But you're we saying that the, the money difference from just having, you know, pretty flowers, you know, compared to not pretty flowers no, in the winter going, is not going to be worth it. No. And okay. inventory is low right now. If there's a lot of people that have beautiful yards waiting for spring to put their home on the market, competition's higher. So is your yard that much better than everyone else's in the spring or it just looks better than it does now so most likely it just looks better in the spring than it does now (laughs) and with all this rain you know i get it you don't want people trekking through your home with the mud and stuff but right now you know we're still on covid restrictions for how we show homes we like to take them on virtual tours before we bring them into the home and then when they are in the home it's decision makers only so we are able to Get your home sold for maximum dollar right now. And, um, you know, we can work with you on some really cool ideas. We can put a, a beautiful display together on your on your table that shows your yard in the spring. You know, if you've got some older pictures that we could use. And so we've got some options there. And uh, we'll put some bright flowers on your porch and a pretty wreath on the door and get down the cobwebs and the gutters cleaned. And let's just get your home sold. 
Very good question, Steve. Thanks for sending that one in to us again. Again, if you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can text the word Oregon to the number 21000. That's also what you would text if you want to find out the potential value of your home if you were to sell it in today's market. Steve, if you haven't done that yet, certainly recommend it as a way to get the process started. But anybody can do it. If you want to know what your home is worth and how it might uh, sell in today's market, just text the word Oregon to the number 21000, and it's as easy as that. We'll text you right back with a link to click on put in your home info, and then you'll be able to find out that potential home value. And as Colleen always likes to remind us, it keeps you up to date as the value of your home changes over time. And that can be very helpful as well to kind of see how things are shifting and moving over time. So even if you're not thinking about selling until later in the year, it's a great resource to use. Just text the word Oregon to the number 21,000 to find out the value of your home. All right, let's go to a question here from Linda in McMinnville. Linda says, where should we look if we'd like to have at least two to three acres of land, but still be close to amenities and not in the boonies? We're working on a $600,000 budget. Is that realistic? Yeah, so as long as you get out of McMinnville, which is very expensive, um, stay out of Salem, also very expensive when you're looking for a couple of acres, and just get a little more rural. I'd say Dallas is on fire right now for that price range and, and homes that kind of fit what it seems like you're looking for. I would definitely highly recommend Polk County. And then going east is really popular too. I've got a lot of buyers looking at Sublimity, Staten, Almsville area and finding what they are looking for in that in that price range. So I'd love to help you, Linda, and find that house that you're looking for. It's probably cur- not currently on the market, but maybe we can uh, proactively find it for you anyways. Dan over in Northeast Salem has the question for you today, Colleen. I've wanted to become an investor in real estate, says Dan, but have always been worried about getting a tenant that doesn't pay the rent. I'm not very confrontational, so I worry how I would function in that situation. And seeing all the issues with the pandemic this past year, it's sort of scaring me away from investing now. What do you think I should do? Okay, this is a great question right now. I mean, especially Especially with, you know, we've got the challenges with eviction moratoriums going on. And I do have some clients that have rental properties that have tenants that are not paying rent. And that's always a scary spot to be in. So investing in rental properties is the number one thing I love, right? Um, It's the best way to create wealth, create that extra stream of income or several extra streams of income and to, you know, and just increase your monthly income and your, and your annual wealth. And so there's never a bad time to do it. However, you have to be prepared right now that you can afford that house if you have non-paying tenants, because I would hate for anybody to buy a rental property, get tenants in there that aren't paying and then have to foreclose on their rental property. That's not going to be fun. And then my other suggestion uh, for you, Dan, is to hire a local property management company. And it'll cost you, what, I think maybe 8 or 9%. However, you don't have to deal with the tenants. Then it doesn't, it's not personal. It's definitely just business. You're just dealing with the property management company and they're handling the tenants. And um, that has worked best for me because I feel the same way as you. Like, I, it's not that I, I don't want to be confrontational, but when somebody's late on their rent, it, they, you know, it's not something I really want to deal with. 
Yeah, I, I would stink at that going mm-hmm. to going to collect rent from somebody. I am yeah. a big softie. And, <laughs> and then you hear their story and they lost their job. It's like, oh gosh, okay, you know, live here for free. It's all right. And um, then that's not a business decision. And yeah. so take it off of your plate, put it on property managers plate. It's worth the money. I've got some great resources for local property managers that I highly recommend. And so let me know if you'd like those names and, and definitely it's always a good time to buy rental property, especially you can, you can do 10% down loans right now at like 2.98%. Crazy. Yeah. Fantastic time. You just want to make sure you have paying tenants. That's right. And mm-hmm. and know and you know yourself, Dan. You already identified it. So if, if that gives you super anxiety dealing with the tenants directly, then if you're going to invest, it certainly sounds like good guidance to look into those property management companies and work with them. Colleen, would you have some good recommendations if somebody wants to get into investing in real estate and connecting them with things like that, like with property management oh, and some you of the bet. other we've resources got, they need? Yeah, we've got a great preferred vendors list, uh, handymen, uh, electricians, people that can help you fix that property up, get it ready for the rental market. And I love to personally handle my investor clients. So if you are looking at investing in some real estate properties, or maybe you've had some and you feel the time has come that you're ready to sell them, I will personally love to meet with you and be your agent on those. Uh, those are my favorite clients. <laughs> you can uh, call Colleen directly if you'd like at 503 830 9467 and talk a little bit about investing and some of the things that you need to know and uh, open up the door to that conversation 503-830-9467 or get in touch by texting the word Oregon to the number 21000 and you'll see how you can ask a question that way as well we'll text you right back text the word Oregon to the number 21000 great question Dan Uh, let's go to Bart Bart is in Canby and says what should we do with our empty basement we plan to sell the home in a year or two, but not sure what to do about the basement. We never finished it when we bought it, although it probably wouldn't take a whole lot to finish the job. Should we leave it blank you know, for storage or turn it into some livable space? What makes the most sense for resale value? Oh, for resale, uh, finish it off because then it becomes square footage that you can sell. So what does it take? What What's your return on investment? I always think that finishing a basement is a good return on investment, especially if you can make sure those ceilings are high. And of course, no flooding. And we've been having a little battle here with all the rain. Um, Lots of my uh, clients calling me saying that they've got flooding in their basements right now. So, so, you know, there's some factors we need to talk about before you just go spend $10,000 finishing out your basement. But generally speaking, some wall heaters, some carpets, some finished walls, and a finished ceiling makes it very usable space. If you can add a door down there or a bathroom, you know, maybe you could create an ADU, which additional dwelling unit is the term ADU, and have it as some income property. Who knows? Yeah. All kinds of ideas. Depending on the basement, could be lots of those easy Yeah, I always think it's a great return on your investment, though, to finish off any extra space you have in your home. Yeah, and if, if you don't really want to use the space, Bart, you're just wanting it for resale value, then it's kind of nice because you don't even have to worry about like populating it with furniture, right? You could just finish it off and then just let it be yeah. kind of a big open space, but not waste mm-hmm. any money on, you know, having to buy couches and TVs and you don't have to make it even that livable for you if you're just then kind of finishing it off, getting it ready for resale. So that kind of saves you a little bit of money compared to, you know, then having to like fill it all up only to move in a year or two. That may not 
you know, be the one. And just a disclaimer out there. I mean, invite me over first. Let's just, let me see it and let's have a conversation because I don't want it out there that I said (laughs) your home value improves. In all cases, your home value will improve if you install. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I got to be careful what I say. Um, General show disclaimer. All advice is general. Yes. Please consult with a qualified real estate professional named Colleen Benson before taking any action. Perfect. Thank you. Now that that's now that we've covered that. That's right. That's right. We're good. This next one comes to us, Colleen, from Bert over in Salem. And Bert says, we're about to jump into the process of buying our first home. My mom says to make sure we get something we love. Dad says not to worry about that and focus on a home that has good resale value. Who is right? And how do you determine if it's a home with good resale value if that's so important to consider? Ah, great. I I, I feel for you, Bert, because I see this a lot. You know, parents want to be involved. They want to coach their kids on making good financial decisions. So what I say is if your parents want to come along and look at all the homes, then let's have them along to look at all the homes. But what I find out that mostly happens is a couple will start home shopping, fall in love with a house, and then mom, dad, grandparents, other you know people get involved and want to say, that's probably not the best home for you. And they haven't been out there looking. So inventory is so low. I feel like a broken record when I say that. There's not a lot out there in that affordable first-time buyer's market. And when it does come along, there's a lot of buyers bidding for it. So I think the best advice I could give you right now is hire an agent that is going to be able to to help you with on resale value. My team is very skilled at that. When you're looking at a first time home, kind of think about how long are you planning on being there? It might not be a long-term thing. It might just be a two to three year plan. And then you can sell it and get into that home you absolutely love. So as long as it checks the boxes that you absolutely need, homeownership still beats waiting and waiting and waiting for that home to come on the market that may not be in your price range and may not come on the market and check all your boxes. So let's go through a checklist of what's absolutely important to you and then what you'd love to have and see what we can find within those parameters. And of course, pricing and location are going to be big factors in that. So I hope that helps answer your question. You know, you want something that's livable at the same time, let's find you something that's going to make you some money in the next few years. Yeah, it's a great point. Bert, uh, enjoy the ride, too. Uh, that first home <laughs> buying process is crazy and fun. And, and just enjoy it because you only get to do it once. You're, you're only a first-time yeah. home buyer one time. so And it, it should be a fun experience. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't mean it's less fun the next time, but there's some <laughs> butterflies and just, you know, like anything in life, the first time you do it just is a little extra special, different kind of feeling. And, um, you know, listen to the people around you, listen to Colleen and, uh, listen to the parents still too. Don't, you know, Do don't, what don't, I say. don't, sh- don't shun them, but, uh, you know, they've, they've maybe have bought a couple of homes in their lifetime. Colleen's helped clients buy, uh, literally thousands at this point over the course of her career. So lean on that experience of your agent. Uh, but really good question and enjoy that uh, first home buying process. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Colleen, it's easy to do so. Uh, text the word Oregon to the number 21,000. You can download the home buying guide, Bert, or anybody else who's thinking about buying a home in the near future. Uh, you can learn the steps of the process, uh, familiarize yourself with you know terms you need to know, that kind of thing. Good starter guide for first time home buyers for sure. It's the home buying guide and it's free if you just text the word Oregon to the number 21,000.
All right, Patty has our last question of the week, Colleen. Patty is over in, where is Patty? Patty's over in Woodburn. Patty says, we went to sell our home or want to sell our home soon. I feel like it's going to be difficult to figure out a listing price. The homes in our neighborhood come in all shapes and sizes, so it seems difficult to pull accurate comps. How do you figure out list prices in a situation like that? So sometimes you need, you know, definitely a skilled realtor is going to help you determine price. And as I always say, it's teamwork. You know, let's talk about what your what your net goal is. How much do you want to get out of this home? And then can we find comps to support that price? So it is very difficult when you're pricing a home that doesn't have a lot of comps or is a unique property but we specialize in those and um, I'd love to help you. Probably you could try our link, just text the word Oregon to 21,000. But if it is a property that doesn't have a lot of comps out there, it'd probably be best to just have me over or one of my lead listing agents come out and see your property and um, we'll come up with a game plan together on price. Yeah, it's a great question, Patty. And um, it's not an unfamiliar situation to be in, right, Colleen? Lots of people have that same problem depending on where they live where yeah you know. we've got acreage barns you know livestock mm-hmm. um wells septic systems additions uh, lots of things that Th- factor in this house has an rv pad this one doesn't <laughs> you know things mm-hmm. like that every house has that uniqueness and then when you get a little out of the city too that those uniquenesses just uh you know amplify from there so it just takes a skilled Realtor to help you determine that home value. Uh, now, it still might be helpful, Patty, for you to text the word Oregon uh, to the number 21,000 and find out the value of your home through Colleen Benson's great tool that just makes it really easy. And you can find out that potential home value in just a couple of seconds and a few clicks of a button. If you just want to start there, you can text the word Oregon to the number 21,000. But if you'd like to go ahead and set up a time for Colleen to come out, take a look at your home and have the team really get into the nitty and gritty and give you a more accurate quote of everything, you can certainly call her directly at 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Well, some great questions came in today, Colleen. Thank you for answering all of these and guiding us through the program today. Glad you're off to a good start in 2021, and we'll look forward to another good show with you next week. Thank you, Walter. It's a pleasure being on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the coast. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) That's Colleen Benson. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Keeping It Real Estate. The Keeping It Real Estate podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.